up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. A lot of pressure on you today, Aries, but don't allow that to make you crumble. Taurus. You need to be gentle with yourself today and focus on your needs in order to be more productive. Gemini. The moon's heading into your ninth house of belief systems and higher learning, and it's going to highlight the importance of relaxation for you today. Cancer. You have a gut feeling that someone in your family is hiding something from you. Hopefully it's a Christmas present. <laughs> Leo. Mercury's in your first house of self-image and encourage you to be yourself, but some things are better left unsaid. Virgo. You're going to have to tread lightly while navigating through some tough times with your friends. Libra. You're going to have the opportunity to go deeper with your close friends and family. Scorpio. You're feeling very social today because you need to feel like you belong to something greater than yourself. Sagittarius. Today, Venus is in your seventh house of partnership and marriage, which will heighten your need for that intimacy in your love life. Capricorn. You may wake up feeling a little under the weather and uh, may not want to go anywhere. It's probably the best course of action for today, so stay in, relax, recoup. Aquarius. Pluto is in your second house of self-worth and money. As a frequent reminder that sticking to your comfort zone is useful from time to time. Pisces. You've kind of been feeling bad about where your life is right now, but with Jupiter in your 11th house, that means aspirations and personal goals. You're going to figure out exactly what you need to do to get you to a happier place. Beautiful. Those are the Tuesday morning horoscopes. Want to see them again? They're up online at chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Man, that song. That song. Listen. Broke glass. Tell me how old you are by reaction to that song. Anyone who heard that song come on Mariah Carey Emotions is like, oh my gosh, was there for it. Like, when Mariah Carey hit that high note, it was the beginning of a new era of a vocalist. You had to say, who is that woman? Why does she sing that great? We need more songs from her. That that high note, that uh, 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 uh. Did, she, did she do that at the Christmas show, Azalea? She did. Well, she made it sound like she did. I don't know if she did it live, to Uh-oh. be honest. I don't. But I think she did it. Watch Azalea with the Bacchanal, really. Come on, tell me. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know if she really did it. Do you think it was like But a... I think she may have done it. <laughs> okay, I don't want to... Well, <laughs> it's magic, because she's magic. It's the Christmas magic, Marilyn. You're Christmas right. Magic. It's a lot of pressure to do yeah. that on yeah. But you know, you know, you know, that was how many years ago? I don't know, but I got to tell you, when she did that, and I, I'm just trying to think of him in the same time zone, is that then, then people started to use one word and put 60 notes to it, like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, you had to do, had to do uh, all those runs those because runs. Mariah had set the yeah, bar yeah. to a new level. And it's like, you know, and yeah, so that that's what happened. I was in like grade five, and I remember everybody was trying to hit that note and do that. Oh that was, Like in the back of the bus or like on the train, everyone was trying to do that. And no like one could do it. Like a dog whistle. Like a dog whistle, like right. A dog. Yeah, dogs were screaming all over the place. Like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. There you go. Remember when the photo of the egg was the most liked photo on Instagram? The egg, of course, the egg. Just an egg. Yeah, it was like a, it was almost like a viral stunt that someone was trying to do just to see what would happen, right? Yeah, I think they were actually trying to debunk Kylie Jenner at the time, like take her down a notch from being right because she at the time was the the most, right? Yes. So now. The most liked photo is Messi's World Cup victory photo. Oh, yeah. It has 57 million likes and counting. 
So most of the top 10 liked photos ever on Instagram are actually all, besides the egg, Ronaldo and Messi. So just like different versions of their photos. There's a photo of them together playing chess. Um, there's the birth photo from Ronaldo. Different photos like that. Ariana Grande's wedding photo is at number 10. But I was like, these... It blows my mind, I think, mostly, because I know soccer is a big, like, has a huge fan base. Yeah. But you don't realize until you see these numbers. Say it. Say it. What? Soccer's the greatest. Oh. Like, yeah, soccer's the greatest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, real, I mean, they, they, uh, threw the numbers out for the World Cup viewing after the the last game the other day. Right. The Super Bowl at most has, like, like, a couple of tens of millions of people. Right. Four billion people watched the World Cup. Right. Four billion. billion. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, soccer is, you know, it's the it's the, it's the world's game. It when you the- see some of their Instagram pages, like the individual players, and you see how many followers they have. Hey, uh, producer Simone has a little nugget for us. What do you got, bro? Okay. He says he has some stuff from Argentina. What's going on here? These are the commentators in Argentina celebrating the goal. Well, I'm looking at the man's face. He looks very happy. Argentina champions. <laughs> Argentina champions of the world. Those are tears and tears and snot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at him grab his friend beside him. Um, all right, so H&M is in the news again for crossing a line. This time, they're being called out by Justin Bieber. Oh. They have some new merch with Justin's face on it, a sweater dress, a tote bag, and Justin's super not happy. So yesterday, he posted on his Instagram stories two slides, one that says, I did not approve any of the merch collection that they put up at H&M, all without my permission and approval. Shake my head. I wouldn't buy it if I were you. And then the other one says, the H&M merch they made of me is trash, and I didn't approve it. Don't buy it. How could they have done that without his approval? Well, so they did respond, and they said, as with all other licensed products and partnerships, H&M did follow approval procedures. So it probably doesn't need to be approved by Justin Bieber is what uh, I'm thinking. It I probably see. needs to be approved by the photographer uh-huh. or some sort of some agency that owns those yes, photos. Yes, yeah. But Justin's not happy about wow. it. So we'll see how it goes now if they're actually going to take down the merch or what's yeah. going to happen. But I think it's because Justin has two different companies selling his merch with his face on it. I see. Yeah. And he's not trying to lose those sales to H&M selling it for 25 bucks. Wow. That's amazing. All right. Everybody everybody wants a piece, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, he put it up on his Instagram telling his fans not to purchase. So we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. But that's what's trending. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of things. You know, when you're a famous person, a lot of people have your image who gets to use that image and where the, the how do you get your money, right? That's really complicated. I know, right? All right. Right. Gonna sue the person that put my picture in the bathroom stall. I didn't approve that. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 1045. It's so funny. It's almost like it's part of the artist's curriculum uh, in school to do a Christmas song. It's like part of the year you have to do all your regular songs, and then your agent walks in and goes, Did you do a Christmas song yet? No. All right, get cracking. It's that time of year. <laughs> and every artist has to do a Christmas song. And but, not all of them are good. Right, exactly. Like, 
you you have to do it. You have to do it or it's else true. you haven't done your job. Right? Yeah. You don't get credit for it, Jamar. You don't you get credit graduate. for the semester if you didn't do right. a Christmas song. Um, yeah, some, there's some there's some really good ones and there's some, eh, And there's some remakes that are really, really good, too. Yeah. You know, I don't mind that. But sometimes I think, mm, trying too hard. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 there's some songs that become iconic, i.e. Yeah. the Mariah. That's yeah. the iconic Christmas song. Like that from the first time I heard it. Right. And then you got the Donny Hathaway, right? This oh, Christmas. Jamar. Iconic. That is my favorite song. You know who did that recently? Did a remake of that? Um, Tyler Shaw. And it actually sounds really, really good. It's a, Remember? It's a great song. Yeah, we interviewed him yeah. the other day, and he talked about it. Yeah. That's it's a good. Good, good remake. Sure did that's, a, that's a tough song to, to approach because it's so yeah. iconic. Um, but yeah, do you have a favorite Christmas song of all the Christmas songs? Um, I like This Christmas by Donny Hathaway a lot. And I also like um, uh, Bells Will Be Ringing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody doing it, like the Eagles doing it, or it doesn't matter. I don't right. care who does it. It's just, it's kind of sad, but it's really feeling. About yes, it, it pulls, pulls out the heartstrings. It does, because Christmas is sometimes really a lot of fun for a lot of people, and sometimes it's about past experiences, right. and that person is not there for Christmas for whatever reason. This one's about a breakup. But anyway, yeah. Mm. What about you? I got uh, thinking classic songs. Any of them. Like oh. your favorite, a favorite Christmas song. Either it's a remake or it's a... Uh, you know, I, well, I was saying off the air, I really like Justin Bieber's entire Christmas album that he had out. Yeah. I really like um, Boys to Men Christmas <sighs> songs. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Like, I like so many songs. I know. She's, like, dripped in Christmas. So, You're you know, so that's not a fair You're question. Not gonna <laughs> You're not going to get one answer. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I really, I mean, this one, uh, this one is polarizing. But I love Pentatonix, the, uh, the acapella yeah. group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Caitlin would throw a book at me right now and be like... What are you talking about? I can't say I like them. I like I like the whole acapella thing. You like that, yeah. And and we were just saying earlier too that when you're in music, which you and I were when we were kids, you yes. st- still are. Yes. Uh, anytime you harmonize with somebody, it's really like it gives you chills. It's a great like, sound. It's a great feeling. Uh, please come home from Christmas for Christmas is the is the song I'm talking about. Okay. Please come home for Christmas. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, and uh, you know Kelly Clarkson does a good job of it, but uh, I like other people's versions better. That's uh-huh. the thing. You have one song, <laughs> seven thousand versions. Done oh yes, a million you, times. Yeah. You gotta find one that you love. Yeah. Well, Josh yeah. Groban. Oh yeah, I like He's Josh. One of the kings, right? I yeah. Love Josh. And of course, Bubbly. He's very, very good. Uh, He's very, very Christmas. <laughs> Bubbly. Yeah. One of the famous. Listen, he has done so well with that Christmas album. Came oh, out at yeah. the right time with the right feeling, and um, he's velvet. He's Christmas velvet. He is velvet. Mm-hmm. All right, deck the halls with voices of velvet. Mm-hmm. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up, I'm Chum. Shout out to the animal lovers. You're gonna love this next, uh, this next piece. Um, yeah, we love hearing the Christmas songs from the people, but the animals have something to say. That's something to sing about. This is a, a video of a parrot singing to a dog. And the dog is really not interested. <laughs> well, let's see why. Take a listen. <laughs> it's all repeat. That's amazing. That, first of all, that is amazing. That is pretty amazing. And it's almost like that this dog has lived with this pair for a long time. He goes, well, here he goes again. Here he goes I'm again. Just like, I'm not going to react this time. Maybe he'll go away. <laughs> Polly hasn't changed this tune in years. Isn't that great? <laughs> 
I love it. I, I think parrots are so amazing. Um, they pick up everything. Sometimes Listen, most people pick up. Yeah. So most people who attempt to sing yeah. can't stay on key that well. Exactly. And the uh, the animals pretty, yeah. pretty on it. One more time, Simone. Just uh, just a little bit. Parrot sings jingle bells to dog. Take a listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. That makes me smile. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, because my friend Jesse's parrot Chaco just used to swear at us because we just hear us. Jesse would swear a lot. Yeah, well, he would hear us running around the house. Singing, singing cuss words so the parrot would just emulate us. That's actually much nicer. <laughs> All right. Well, the animals have spoken. They're in the Christmas spirit as yeah. well. Hopefully you are too. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Chum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Um, There's a museum in the UK that is having a nice laugh right now. Uh, because of a police investigation that looks like to be a big mix-up. You see, um, there is an installation in there <laughs> that it it's a woman slumped over on a table. You know, kind of like a person who hates their job. They, they, they're slumped over on a table and their head is on the table. And can't see her face at all. Just can't the see their face. Over, yeah. She's wearing like a raincoat, some sneaks, and like some sweats. She doesn't look good. No, she, no. She, she looks like person, like, hate my life. If, if I would give the installation a name, I would call it I Hate My Life. Anyway, <laughs> okay. this thing is sitting in front of a window, yeah. and it is so realistic looking that police were called to this museum. They bust open uh, because they hear a report of a woman in distress, and they, they walk in, and they grab the woman and realize it's a mannequin. It's a mannequin. It's an art installation. Yeah. Um, the installation is actually done by, uh, if you know Banksy, yes, uh, Banksy's agent d- did this art piece. Wow! So, uh, so this great. is you know one one of the great minds of art who we yet to figure out who that person is. But anyway, we figured out who this person is. It's not a real person. It's yeah. a mannequin. Call in the call in the troops. Yeah, and they yeah. call them in and they go, oh, this is no, no CPR is necessary. I was in um, Florida, which yeah. is really known for. They, art Basel and all that sort of stuff, right? That's big, big stuff. Mm. And But there's a lot of art shops I found in certain places in Florida. Yeah. One being Miami and the other one being in Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking by with my friend Brian Gluckstein, and I thought someone was watching me. And it was actually, <laughs> it was actually a security guard fake. <laughs> so you're walking past and it looks like the eyes are following Honestly, you? Honestly, <laughs> Jamar, it's the craziest thing. And every time, I knew it was coming. I'd forget about it, and I'd see it, and it was a security guard, like, full-on, looking at you like, you know, with, uh, like deadpan. But but the eyes seem to follow. How does that happen? That's like in Scooby-Doo when you walk past the painting and the eyes follow you. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's behind that painting? <laughs> it's just the eyes. Anyway, yeah. it's wild. Anyway, yeah. that's real art, art, you know, that's that's real art, I'm telling you. Well, the funny thing about this uh, specific go. installation is that this is not the first time this has happened. No? Paramedics were called the first time. No! Yeah, in October, they... Someone walked past the window and called the paramedics, and they busted in to save the woman. Oh what would, was just a mannequin. That is pretty darn funny. So yeah, I mean, it would it would lose the whole effect if they put on the window like this isn't a real person. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted reaction. They got reaction. Yeah. They, All right. Artistic, artistic. But who's integrity. gonna buy that? Who who would buy that? Paramedics. 
practice. Wait, Simone, producer Simone said he'd buy it. I, I would buy it just for a prank to leave it lying around the, <laughs> the house. Uh, absolutely. Okay. The best. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, welcome back to Paper Bags. I felt so old school the other day when I went to a random store. I think it was like Giant Tiger. And I bought a few items and they gave me a paper bag. Well, I had to pay. I had to pay for it. 25 cents. Okay. Uh, But a paper bag. No handle. Just holding it from the bottom. Trying to roll the top (laughs) it sometimes to hold it properly. (laughs) You're very right about that. I remember back in the day, my parents coming home with like paper bags of groceries. Gotta hold it so awkward. Yeah. But it looks like a TV show, right? It was was like (laughs) a a funny little edge on the top of it. The little uh, serrated edge on the top. Yeah, Yeah. and it had A and P on it. You're holding the box. Oh, the a- oh, a- yeah. AMP back in yeah. the day. Back in the day. So that's okay. We're going backwards a little bit. But it was rough for me because I had just taken my car to get serviced. So I was like, okay, well, while I wait, I'm just going to walk around this area. And so I had no car. So now I'm trying to walk around and do things with this paper bag. It was very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> got to do this. I mean, look, you could you could get one of those wheelie carts. <laughs> Azalea's <laughs> like she almost choked on our coffee because it, it's not Instagrammable. Is that well, what it is? I mean, <laughs> like you hold the I wheel was just like, good right I had no plan. I was freestyle walking, but okay. Anyways, what was in the bag. Can I ask what was in the bag? Yeah, I really just bought two bags of chips. Well, that wasn't heavy. Big lace chips. I know, but it was still awkward. It was two <laughs> bags of chips, ketchup and barbecue. For those wondering. Okay. Okay. So the point of this is you're gonna it's gonna be hard for you to find any plastic bags or cutlery or anything plastic pretty much anywhere starting today because the band starts so stir stir sticks, straws, cutlery, bags, those little bendy straws actually yeah. that come on juice boxes. Right, yeah. Those will be banned yeah, by June twenty twenty four. A lot of people already made those uh uh paper now. Yeah. Make the bendy straws? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen a couple paper ones. You know, I got a kid. Right, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think with the um, paper bags, you can have those with handles. Mm-hmm. I don't bow it on the, the handle. But it's just giant it, tiger. So it's dicey, right. though. Like, you don't really want a yeah. paper handle. You know, like. I guess. When you, when you really think about it, like, the, I mean, what what feels worse? Holding the paper bag from the bottom or that, that one day that the handles break and now you're on the side of the road trying so to pick you up your charge? Bag, yeah. You double bag. I don't know about that 50 cents for those two bags. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to Okay. I, I, I feel better with the paper bag holding it from the bottom. That's just all. I, hey, I, you, I you, you can, you know, start your own bag collection of your, you know, the, the No, but I do. Bags. I have reusable bags in my car, yeah, which I just, bring everywhere with me. But because I, my car was being serviced yeah. and I was just walking. Seeing the change for... happening already. Yes. So yeah. I'm seeing the, my whole point of my story I see the change happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For some events happening in the city this weekend, other than Christmas, of course, Kensington Market has a winter solstice festival tomorrow. They're closing down the street from 6 to 9.30, and it's going to be a full neighborhood celebration with performers on the street and the whole works. Shops are going to be open late as well. So if you want to go and do some shopping in Kensington Market, you can do that. Tomorrow, the Disney Experience opens up at the Lighthouse at 1 Young Street. So they say this will take you inside the greatest films of Walt Disney Animation Studios from their earliest movies to the ones that the babies love today, like oh. Encanto, yeah. Moana. So the description says, imagine going on a magic carpet ride with Aladdin and Jasmine or stepping into the Casita with Mirabelle. Pride Rock as Rafiki presents Simba surrounded by the animal kingdom as the sun rises. So before, I actually thought that this was just going to be the projections on the wall with the music and you're going to be in that one room. Mm -hmm. 
But the more I read into it, it says multi-room. So I think it might be closer to what the Bob Marley experience was. Mm-hmm. So you're going to walk through different rooms. So it would be really immersive. Um, so if you're looking for some 19 plus fun, there's a Christmas crawl happening on December 23rd, Friday night. That's going to take you along King Street West. They're going to give you a wristband, and you go to four different spots in close proximity, so you're not going to freeze outside. They call it crawl for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it's 9 p.m., lost and found. Then they're going to go to Arcane at 11, and then Juliet until midnight, and then the end of the night at Century Nightclub. Juliet, so, really? Yeah. So nice. this is King Street Club Crawl. Love it. Love it. And then on Sunday, Christmas Day, Hot Dogs is playing a free screening of Die Hard you just got to bring a the perishable ultimate food item. Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> the what ultimate. Yeah. What do you have to bring? I'm sorry. I a non-perishable food right, item. That's a good Yes, time. to donate. All right. But, I mean, I watched Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I liked it. I might watch it again next year. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, this isn't my Christmas movie agenda. But yeah. I watched it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Great. Yeah, good. good. Yeah. Bruce Classic. Willis was funny. Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, right? Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> That's what's trending. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Now you got to watch Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's a good one. There's another one? It's a bunch of them. What are you talking about? Is that about? Christmas too? Eh, not really. It's no, the su- South was Christmas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that well, was it. It's the, the Vengeance is the summer one with Samuel L. Jackson. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. New word, new word, cadults. Cadults. Cadults? Cadults. Explain. Cadults. Kids, adults. Cadults. Adults. I like that. And there you go with the next message I'm going to send to you. Cadults. It's a, it's a, a mix of kids and adults. That's okay. right. Cadults. And they are buying 14% of toys since the pandemic. <laughs> they are, you and I, okay. all of us in this room, are going to the toy store and it looks like we're buying for a child in our world. Right. But we're not. Yeah. We're buying Lego. We're buying Nintendo. We're buying um, all sorts of stuff. Adults. It's 14%. And it has been happening because, and, and stuffies too. People like stuffed animals. <laughs> and so I'm thinking when you are going shopping uh, for yourself this season because you want a toy or a game that reminds you of when you got together with the family back in the good old days and you want to introduce it to your family, whatever it is. Uh, think about the the kids in the wish. Every, wish, cu- every wish couple of years, yeah. Yeah. I actually buy myself a yeah. slinky. Oh, good. Just for the, for the hell of it. Like, yeah. I just, I'll, I'll, I'll just put a, sure. I'll go to a toy store, I'll buy a slinky. Right. And, you know, eventually I'll play with it, and then it gets all twisted up, and then it's, like, useless. Yeah. And then I'll buy another one a couple of years later. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll buy another one. But that's, that is totally a cadult It's a cadult purchase. thing, yeah. And so things like, two action figures. With all these great movies out right now, you want to collect them. You just want them. Star Wars, you know, whatever it is that you want. I'd say Star Wars because Jamar is in the room. And also because the Barbie movie's coming out. I, I know a lot of Barbie collectors. Yeah. And they have rooms that are dedicated to Barbie. But that's they go in and pretending. That they are buying for a niece or nephew, and they are buying for themselves. So there's a lot of that stuff happening. And again, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons, all that kind of stuff. Everything that's designed for young kids, adults. Oh, that's fun! Too. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, drag queens. Drag, uh, that, that's, that's, should, a, that's a good one. I am coining that one. <laughs> Dungeons and drag queens. But I just found that interesting. That honestly, since the pandemic, this is happening. And again, as we mentioned yesterday, Lego never goes out of style, ever. It's so funny, yeah. yeah. So, adults, we're all adults. Yeah, I'm at the stage where I'm trying to teach my son that there are there are toys, and there are daddy's toys that you don't touch. Right. 
It's like, these are not toys. And he's like, but it looks fun. I'm like, but it's mine, so you don't touch it. These are the adult toys. Like my lightsaber, my silver surfer figurine, yeah. my venom. Those are mine. Those are mine. He seems very, very um, disappointed. Yeah. In that. Well, there you go. So go shopping. Think of it the wish.ca. Go online. You can donate in so many ways, and we really need it because things are going to be wrapping up. It's the last week, everyone. So what, let's do what's it. What's your favorite adult toy in your house? My favorite. I, 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 you have to think I'm like a nerd, but I, 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 like, I, I like my chess thing. A chess board. I really do like my chess. My dad taught me how to play chess. And then, you know, then it all broke apart because that stupid board kept bending. So my dear friend, Roger Ashby, bought me a really nice one with some wooden and everything, and it's really nice. Wooden like chess it. board. Yeah, that's, I like that. Now, I do want to upgrade my Clue game. Clue? Oh, my gosh, I haven't played it I so want to play Clue. Twister, I'm out. I can't do it. How did Clue game again? Was it like, it's like it's Colonel Scarlet. Mustard in yes. the in the basement or something? With like the that? candlestick. With the candlestick. Yeah, you have to guess who wet yeah. where and all that. That that's always fun, and you know it's upgrade. So anyway, think about yourself. Think about the wish.ca. Now back to the morning show. Good morning with Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up on Chum 104.5. Our morning show producer Simone found a, a list, guys, of uh, the worst Christmas movies ever. In uh, in descending order. Thank you, Simone. I'm proud to say. Most welcome, Jamar. Yeah, I'm proud to say that I've never seen a single one of these movies. Not one of them on this entire list. How about that? Um, Although I'm familiar with some of the titles. Yeah. And because it's, it's such a bad Christmas list, we are not going to name all of them. Just for your safety. Uh, nah, I wouldn't. Nah, I, 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 well, this is what I want to do. What are you going to do? I want, I, want, I want anyone who's seen any of these movies to just text or call us. And tell us why these movies You're suck name so bad. All these bad movies? Yeah, we got time. I get paid by the minute. So, um, really? So, <laughs> so um, if you hear a title and you agree that the movie's really, really bad, Azalea, you're like the Christmas queen. Yeah, let's go for it. You, you probably, you probably seen a couple of these at least. I've seen the majority. These are the worst Christmas movies ever, according to Rotten Tomatoes. If you've seen any of these movies, just tell us. You can text us or you can call us and tell us why they're so bad. First movie is Home Alone 3. Okay, well, I'm going to wow, say... Wow, see, see, she already saw the first one I said, yeah. I know, yeah, we... of course, Home Alone 3. But the thing is that people didn't like was that this was a whole new kid. It wasn't Macaulay Culkin. Oh, they're <laughs> diluting the brand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but this one is still okay. But Home Alone 4, Home Alone 5, <laughs> those ones, the worst. I did not know there were that many Home Alone. Yeah, there's other ones, but different kids. It's annoying. But this Home Alone 3 is decent. They were really trying to wring out the rag on this one. Yeah. Like, trying to get all of the juice out. All right. Uh, Unaccompanied Minors. Never seen it. Noel. 2004. Never seen it. Four Christmases. Terrible. You see, oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Not a Reese Witherspoon. Vince Vaughn. Awful. Mm, the not worst. Not good. By the way, not the a fan. The acting was bad? Not a fan of Reese Witherspoon at all. I think she's the same in every movie. Okay. And it was angry, and I hated it. You see? And yeah. I, I left the movie three quarters away, and I thought, where is this going? Oh, you went to the theater? <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. Because yeah. I love Vince Vaughn. Oh, I see. You see, Christmas is such a big industry that, like, everything from music to movies, everybody wants to get in on it. Cookies, yeah. cups, like, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Christmas pens, like, so everyone wants a piece of Christmas. Yeah. But uh, sometimes they don't do it so well. Uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas, 1998. I don't know anything. Not a bad that. one. This was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh. Um, I think I actually received this as a gift on VHS. Oh, 
And um, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it wasn't good because I didn't watch it that much. I watched oh. it the one time. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Skip that one. 1964. 1964. What is that? Well, that's just bad. It's black and white and looks terrible. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? Like, does his no sleigh problem. have, uh, like, an airlock? Like, how did it get out of the atmosphere? 1964. The Christmas What's Candle. What's with 1964? They were just, but they were ahead <laughs> of their time. Santa Claus Against the Martians. <laughs> um, Fred Claus. You remember that one, Marilyn? Fred Claus? Yeah, that, who was in that? Fred, I just remember the promos for it. Is I don't it really remember. Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn and Paul Giamatti. Two great oh, actors. Oh, yes. Yeah. Two great actors that were a bad movie. No, not the greatest. No, you know, in their resume of things, they don't want to be remembered for Fred Claus. Okay. Okay. And Santa Claus from 1985. I don't know. I have no comment. Okay. Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. Oh, boy. Uh, it probably Mm-mm. sounds very corny. Medea running around in her muumuu with a, with a Christmas hat on. Uh, keep texting We're it. only a quarter of the way through, people. There's yeah, right. There's many movies. more. <laughs> What's but, the uh, worst movie you have ever seen that has is related to Christmas? Yeah. Uh, be, be brave. Azalea, someone texted everything on W Network. Don't oh. tell Don't tell Azalea. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm known for that now, huh? Yeah, that's your, <laughs> That's kind of your thing now. <laughs> Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Here's a little known fact. I may, I may have said this before, but... I did not even know there was a Hallmark network until I met Marilyn. I had no idea. I didn't. I've never heard the, the TV, the the channel. You didn't have to say it was me that told you. <laughs> it was pretty much just working with you guys. Like I, they were saying Hallmark channel. Yeah, I was like, no, what no. are you talking about? I know. Like, There's a Hallmark channel. Yeah, yeah. They were clearly not marketing to me. Do you know that they did 35 movies last year? 35 movies, and they they take 15 days to shoot those movies. <laughs> and they recycle the actors and actors. How do they get in cases. all the special effects and the I, CGI? Well, well, I don't know. There's not much, right? There's no car There's no car chases. Gotcha. Put it that way. Gotcha. Um, so this movie list is amazing. Like, I, I, I remember one movie that's on this list from 1994. It's called Mixed Nuts. And it was <laughs> someone, with Steve Martin. Someone texted in that they can't stand that movie. It's terrible. Mixed Nuts. And I love him. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Another texter also beat us to the punch with one of the worst Christmas movies ever on this list. A Merry Friggin' Christmas. I don't know this movie. I don't know. Uh, 2014. Yeah. Someone said it's just a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah. The movie, we know that uh, uh, Christmas is synonymous with the Nutcracker. Okay? So they make the Nutcracker stage play, beautiful ballet, into a movie. It is not good. It is not good. I don't know why it isn't good. The uh, Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. It's the last one on your list. Yeah. And it's not good. And you think, oh, the Nutcracker. Okay, we'll put that on. 2010. Terrible. I don't know why. Christmas with the Cranks, Azalea? I feel like he was. Terrible. I do. I do. Wow. Terrible. I do like Christmas with the Cranks. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. And Tim Allen. But I really liked, again, I'm a fan of Tim Allen in Christmas movies. So I like that. You are easily bought. Yes. And I like Deck the Halls, too, with Danny DeVito. That's on the list? 2006, the third worst Christmas movie of all time. I think I watched it three times. According to Rotten Tomatoes. Here's here's a test. Here's a test. Who's in Surviving Christmas? Don't know. That that seems familiar to me, but I don't know who's in it, so I'll just pass on that one. Just really going. But back. it's Robin Williams and Mary. F- yeah, Mary freaking Christmas. Going back I to that didn't one. Want to say it? It's, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it's it's it's. Oh, Ben it, Affleck. It's stacked. <gasps> Robin Williams, Christmas. Joel McHale, Candace Bergen. I mean, there are a Wait, lot of big names in this. Doesn't one. that tell you that you could have all the big names in the world and you still can right? Start, uh, like it busts. Put out a yeah. clunker. Yeah, yeah a clunker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Some, and I'm going to say some of these movies that are on the Turner Classic Movie Channel, which you know I love. That's my Hallmark say, uh, uh, channel. Right. Some of them are like from the 30s and 40s, and some of them are awful. They're just bad. Right. But because they're on and they became a staple every year, you kind of go, okay, and you accept it. <laughs> you True. Watch it and you move on. That's I got to say, there are some really bad ones on the Hallmark Channel, too. But there's some really good ones, too. And I was saying off air that the Lifetime Christmas movies, I almost like better than the Hallmark Channel right now. More money put into it, better storyline. Better production. Okay. Okay. Better okay. acting. I know there's a Lifetime Channel. Yes. I just didn't know there was a Hallmark. And you'd think <laughs> Lifetime makes the corny movies, but they're not they're not as corny as Hallmark. I wouldn't know. I'm, now you know. I already wrote them off. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, but hey, there it is. So now you know. Now you know. We would, we just gave you a public service. We told you what movies not to look at, okay? That way you have more time with your family or watch better movies. So what's You're your welcome. least favorite movie? Least favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. Can't even think of one. I don't know. Marilyn, what's yours? The <laughs> oldest version... Oh. Uh, hang on, hang on. Scrooge. What is that? What is it? The, the oh, Christmas, Chris, Carol. Carol. Christmas, the Christmas Carol. The oldest version of the Christmas Carol. Yeah. The black and white version is awful. I know it's people going to go, oh, I don't care. It's awful. Oh, what you know it? what's not good? Speaking of that, a Christmas Carol, the new spirited Will Ferrell and. Not good. I not good? couldn't get through it. Apple TV. I don't know right? if it's just me, but. Is it Apple TV? Yeah, Apple yeah, TV. Not good. Okay. I couldn't. I just don't know. I'll try again, maybe, but. Okay. And Will Ferrell's so awesome, right? <laughs> Who knew? Like, oh, what a surprise. Gave him an opportunity. He took it. I Wild. did. Wild. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. So Salt Bay is trending this morning. This is the celebrity chef or butcher who let salt fall down his arm onto a massive piece of steak before he slices it up with a sword and he feeds it to you at your table at his restaurant. Um, so he was in Qatar for the World Cup. He ended up on the pitch and he posted photos and videos of himself with the team. Very kind of clout chase Um, But the photos were with Messi, with the trophy, and people were just wondering, how did he even get that close? So that answer, I still don't really know. But there are now videos circulating of him on the field, or sorry, on the pitch, actually bugging Messi during his celebration time. (laughs) Messi's trying to go hug his family, hug his friends, and Salt Bay is literally grabbing his arm. Messi's turning around and saying no, trying to ignore him. Um, and then Salt Bay was just relentless. And then eventually Messi gave in. They took the selfie. That's the one that we see on this page right now. Where is this guy from? He's from Turkey. Uh-huh. Um, he, he's dressed very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got a great suit on. It looks like he's got a little Roly on. Nice Rolex. I mean, but he became famous for doing the salt yeah, that, sprinkle onto the... TikTok? Is that how we know about it? Uh, it wasn't TikTok. It was before that. It may have just been on, on Instagram. Okay, okay. And yeah. he drops the salt, and it just looks like he kind of, like, uh-huh. gingerly puts it, you know. I know who he is. Then yeah, the picture sure. became memeable. He became a, uh, a gif and all these things. And then there he is. And Bay, for those who don't know, B-A-E, it's uh, the acronym before all else. So Salt Bay is kind of like uh-huh. he, uh, the salt boyfriend, if you will. Like, right. Kind of yeah. like that. Um, yeah, because he's not a bad-looking. Just, they just thought it was 
funny the <laughs> way the, that he would do that. The so. controversy is that, like, you know, the World Cup trophy is for only certain people to touch. Like, it travels around in a glass case. Mm-hmm. Only people who are, like, even FIFA rules say there are only a certain certain people who can actually touch the trophy. It's not like the Stanley Cup where any old idiot can drink out of it. Right, right, right. I mean, I've licked the Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? Who am I? So, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You know, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's not the point. I've, I've met a couple of times. That's a great access. This one right. has no the, access. The point is, right. yeah, yeah, Salt Bay really shouldn't have gotten access. Yeah. And not the... only is he holding it, he's kissing it. He's rubbing it. He was even taking it. Like, there's videos of him taking it from players or trying to so what, take what it from the players. Called? Well, there's got to be something. I don't know the connection. connection. Yeah. I mean, he's not even from Argentina. I don't know who he knew, but some security uh, guard let him onto the pitch, and then nobody, everyone was just too excited maybe to take him back off. Maybe. He's got a World Cup Qatar lanyard, and he, I mean, he kind of faked it too. He made it probably because, like, For sure. he, he actually looks like he should be on the field because he he looks dressed nicely. He's yeah, like that's a, so. I was uh, saying that earlier too. Is that the fact is that he looks like he belongs? So yeah. no one looks like he like he doesn't. No one's gonna be like, oh, sir, you need to come off. The, and let's the face pitch. it, mayhem when that was done. That game was finished. Oh, of, of so, course. Uh, sure you know, he's got on like the glasses and the man bun and like the suit. You know, he looks like he's some dude from. Spain or something. There's even a photo of him biting one of the players' medals. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of etiquette that is looked down upon. So he's being skewered <laughs> right now. Yes. So okay. now people are coming at him. They're trying to figure out they want FIFA to answer for why he was allowed on the pitch and why he was allowed to be this close. Very crazy. But right now, uh, Messi's World Cup victory pose has over 57 million likes and counting, and it's now the most liked photo on Instagram. Before that, it was a photo of an egg, and that was the most liked photo on the internet. Right. But now, it's messy, and I posted it to the Chum1045 Instagram page, so you can take a look there. Number 10 on the list is Ariana Grande's wedding photo, but crazy. It's a lot of likes, 57 million plus. Woo. But that's what's trending. Wow. Wake, 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 wake up. Hey. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Wake, 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 wake up. On Jump. So where do you put that song in the uh, in the Christmas tune playlist? Well, like, where is it? Top of the playlist, the bottom? I got to say, Azalea asked a very good question. I said, I like this song a lot. I like this Elton John song. And you said... I asked you if you like it enough to put it on yourself when you're bored and you want to hear something, or do you only like it when it's on? I like it when it's on. <laughs> That's how a lot of these songs are. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time. When I hear it, I go, oh, okay. But I don't go and search for it. It's the nostalgia effect. When it comes on, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I like yeah. this, but you're not going to turn it. You're not going to say, hey, Siri, play Elton John. <laughs> you you might. I mean, well, nah. Uh, you know what song I do put on from the back of the day? Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> did you just trigger your Siri? That's great. I did trigger my Siri. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I like um, uh, So This Is Christmas by John Lennon. I like that. Okay. That's a pretty song. I will put that on any time. But that's that's good. That's, there's categories, right? Love yeah. It. Yeah, I love it. Good question. Okay. <laughs> I had to give it a lot of thought on that one. Sure. You yeah, did. Yeah. I'm not saying that nobody does. I was just asking Marilyn in particular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to hey, offend Siri, everyone who likes that. Hey, Siri, what's Marilyn's favorite song? <laughs> I don't know. She has an answer. Oh, my Walk theory this, was on it. <laughs> Walk This Way by Aerosmith. Mornings, I'm With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Tell everybody what I just said to you a couple minutes ago about 2023. 
This was completely off the air. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do I? I'm excited about twenty. This, uh, this oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you ever got what you say? I was, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sure. It was the, the other <laughs> things I said? We talked about so much. I have to go back in time. Click, click, click. I'm excited about 2023. There's a, some exciting things are going to happen. It's going to be a fresh new year. But I'm really particularly interested and excited about this new year. Yeah, because I think that so much has happened in the last recent couple years. Everyone listening has gone through tremendous turmoil, change angst tumultuous times i think this next year is going to just open up some new possibilities for everybody this is what i wish for you this is what i wish for myself and this is what i think will happen okay with that said um mental health experts are saying there's some interesting wellness trends for 2022 that are going to bring us into 2023 one of them is called the villain era uh and don't be uh dismayed by how it sounds It might be a little bit of a misnomer, but this is what it's about. Um, basically, the villain era trend means that this is the era where people are not standing. I'm not going to take this BS anymore. You're like, they're yeah. kind of like standing right. in their truth. Standing their ground. Standing their ground and saying, like, mm-hmm. I'm setting boundaries. I'm no longer being a people pleaser. I'm thinking about my mental health first. Mm-hmm. And if we all did that, imagine how we, I mean, we might all get stronger. Now, if you look at it one way, it might sound like the villain's origin story. The day I decided I'm not taking this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Runs through the building. Right, right, right. Or it could just be a really healthy thing that a lot of people are getting into. I see these testimonials, these these messages happen in someone's car. Yeah. And they're behind the steering wheel and say, listen, I follow this mantra. If I, This is my mantra. If you want to follow it, follow it. And they, well, you're really, like, there's something, just, you had enough. And instead of reacting violently to it, you're just being, uh, you're, you're, being, you're answering to yourself, but also sharing it with others for accountability. accountability. Sure, for accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe for a couple likes. And uh, Yeah, yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's just kind of, it, what that does is it supports your statement, right? Yeah, that's probably what it yeah. should be for. But it's also yeah. being honest to yourself about how you feel about situations that you're in. <sighs> how many times do we just sit there and take things and... We're not being honest to ourselves. We're lying to ourselves because we're acting like we're really down for it when we're not. Okay, so we talked about this many months ago about what you didn't like pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. And then there was the pandemic. You didn't see a lot of people locked down, et cetera, et cetera. And then you come out of it. And that was the time to clean house a little bit. Sure. Not being, ch- not chasing after people, for example. Mm-hmm. Not, y- 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 let them be reciprocal to you. Yep. And then when they, or if someone said the other day, making me feel bad, you don't have to take that. Yep. You don't have to take that. The villain era, that's what they're calling it. I like it. Also, healing your inner child is a trend. Buy a toy for yourself. Buy a toy for yourself. Maybe that's the way to do it. Buy a stuffy. They say this is one of the the healthiest trends of 2022. Yeah. And um, being open around diagnoses that you have. Things Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. shame and guilt around Mm -hmm. what your mental health really is. Yep. um, That's going away. People are saying, hey, I'm in therapy. Hey, this is the deal. I'm working on this eating disorder. I'm working on this. Normalizing being, it. Being very, yeah, normalizing it, being clear, and not living in fear. And also so that you're not hiding anything if you go and visit somebody and you're not drinking anymore, for example. 100%. You're very clear with it. So there's some worth stuff that we should talk about. Yeah, we'll tell you about some fitness trends in yeah. a couple minutes. All right. Um, but those are the mental health trends. I like trends. these. I, I like them. I like One, them, you know? One, two, and three. Let's remember these for the new year. Those are good. I mean, you know, we say things, we make statements, and sometimes we go back on it. So I'm just saying, let's let's try to stick with that. Because I got to think of my me. villain name though. Like, what would my villain name be like? 
Uh, Talky guy. No. That's not villain. Uh, no. Mike man. No, no. No, that's, no, no, that's, that's not villain. That's, that's too cute. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I smile too much to be a villain. That's my problem. No, no, no. Right, it's Dark from, voice. <laughs> the voice. Dark voice. Dark voice. I don't no, know. no, that's not that. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So an ongoing conspiracy theory, I'll call it, is whether Khloe Kardashian is really a Kardashian. So young Khloe didn't look like young Kim and young Courtney. They all had dark hair, petite frames, uh, small features. And Khloe naturally has curly hair, kind of dirty blonde, and different facial features. Hmm. So this rumor has been in circulation for as long as I can remember. And the one person that the internet believes is her father, unfortunately is O.J. Simpson. Mm. So just to jog and everyone's memory out there, Robert Kardashian, the Kardashian's dad, was O.J.'s friend and lawyer. So O.J. was on a podcast this week, and they asked him about his relationship with Chris and whether he could be Chloe's father. People have their types, right? Uh, I always thought Chris was a cute girl. She was really nice. Um, but, you know, I was... I was dating. You know, you know the supermodels. You know the rumor. You know the rumor. Yeah, but the rumor ain't true. It's not even nowhere close to being true. No, it's just that I've never been attracted to her, and uh, I never suspected she was ever attracted to me. So that was never a case. Because yeah, people. Some people think like you might be Khloe Kardashian's no, real dad. No, I'm not. Oh. So his point there is that Chris isn't his type, and I mean, thank goodness. For that. But there is a rumor of the hairdresser. But there is a rumor of somebody else. Yes. I mean, but these One rumors are going to go on forever. It was even a topic on the reality show of them on whether or not they were going to actually do a DNA test on Chloe or if they went through with it. Um, and, I mean, it's been an ongoing conversation, of course. And I think Chloe felt it for a long time, too, because she's a lot bigger boned than her sisters as well. Like, she's taller and she's... Just thicker. But they're, they're, the, the oldest girl is really tiny. Courtney, right, Courtney, yeah. I don't know all their names anymore. You know? Yeah, and then, she's super tiny. You know, but if you look at the Dennis girls, we're all very different. Okay. Wait a minute. We're all very different. No, no. <laughs> Do you want to... Like, wait no, but, a second. Uh, like, like, Miriam was teeny tiny. Maureen is like the athlete of the family. Okay. Taller, taller. Well, here's right. a Q-tip athlete. if you want to swab your cheek. Third third one is me. Eh. <laughs> and then the baby's like the, like the, the oldest one. But they, we all have the same kind of... Right. There's a thread in there, but you know, right? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. You know it's what? Same thing as William and Harry. It, yeah, right. another, yeah. that's another right. rumor too. Right? That's a big, strong rumor. Yeah, right. that's still. I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah, yeah, some of these won't, and people love doing it, especially when siblings don't look exactly alike. Yeah, that happens. So. Sometimes. How about twins not looking alike? Right. True. That happens. Yeah. And sometimes I do look at my sister and say, are we really related? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> OJ's answer is a little weird to me, though. Why? Why? I, I, I just feel like, you know, Robert Kardashian was his boy. Yeah. Right. So the answer is, nah, man, that's my boy. That's, I think I think that's there, the answer, right? There was it's a not, part in there is that he, I think he had said that maybe that's Robert Kardashian's. He, that was her, his wife, also. Right. I hope he said yeah. that. Because anyone asked me if I was with my boy's wife, I mean, wife, not to defend OJ. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, <laughs> just on this point, that was a portion of that conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the answer is that's my man's wife, yo. No way. Right. right. But I mean, that wasn't the question, right? I think the, the question was on whether or not he was, you know, if the, he had a fling with Chris and yeah. if he found her attractive, right. and he was like, I didn't. They didn't find each other attractive. I mean, but 
Anyway. That's the I mean that's the answer that we keep getting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we will ever have a for sure answer, but as of right now, we don't really need Chris Jenner and Robert Kardashian are the father. So what do you mother. think about the Harry thing? Is he uh Well, I don't give it much thought actually, oh, okay. but uh but I just want to say that there's a lot of um the timing is interesting, um, and he does look like the person that she allegedly had an affair with. Allegedly, so I don't get sued. And um, but then, if you look at her brother, uh, Charles Spencer, mm-hmm. he's redhead. He's got the same shaped head. Uh, you know, uh, there's some features of Charles and Harry. You know, I'm, right. Like and I'm what not, are the uh, what's the how one about ancestry? How many people? Uh, do they take ancestry? Come on. How they could they play the test? They should. <laughs> he probably is not giving his DNA to anybody. No. Can you imagine? No, I think they put. But that what is the on. number? Like one in how many people are redheads? Because it's super rare, right? Yeah. So he just ended up being that one in a yeah. whatever right. ten. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum one zero four five. Get up. You know, now that you mention it, I, I didn't realize, yeah, it, it's still dark outside. It it's, is dark. It's like way in, it's 9 o'clock almost. I know. Okay, so we got to talk about, uh, th- you know, I don't mean to be an alarmist or anything. Okay. But we got weather coming. I'm I'm a former CTV weather person. Okay, so you're, you're, you're locked in on weather. I am always locked in on weather. It's not, it, it, you know, it's just one of these things. So hear, hear me out on this one. Okay. Thank you to Kelsey McCune from your morning. So rain Thursday, Friday morning. Okay, Jamar got that? Got then it. cold air takes over and it's so cold by Friday afternoon. Windy too. This is Kelsey's words. That means Friday afternoon there's going to be snow, blowing snow and flash freeze. Blizzard conditions are also uh, you know, possible if you're heading out right to Lake Huron, Georgian Bay, you know, going up to Barrie and all that kind of stuff for extra lake effect snow. So it's going to be very windy. Travel is going to be impacted whether you're flying out of Toronto or you're going to see friends and family Friday afternoon and Saturday. Saturday, it's lake effect snow. Sunday, it's going to be clear Christmas Day, but very cold. So we're going to have a white Christmas. There's no doubt about it. But just understand there's going to be a lot of snow. So today and tomorrow, get those errands done as much as possible. I'm or, not kidding you. Just I, lock yourself in I'm, the I'm house telling like I'm ready lock, to do. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, when she says uh, rain and snow mixed together and then snow coming, it's, it's a lot. And the wind's picking up. So just know that. It's coming. It's already going across the country. Vancouver, our friends in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Got so much snow, and they're not used to snow. <laughs> I'm in the mountains there, so they're but bugging not in out. Vancouver. They're like, what is this happening? Right. So just so you know that. So I leave you with that, wishing everybody a very happy holiday. This is my last day on the air on Chum. I'll be back January 3rd. Happy holidays, friends and family. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Get so out much. of here. Go enjoy. Go rest. Okay, I'm going to relax. Go I'm going to rest. All right. Yeah. Happy. Have a happy day. Eat. I was just going to say, eat all the food. All the things. All the things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Listen, I'm going to have a good Christmas. I hope you do, too. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.